Good afternoon. Um, I have a, I want to say a message. Um, I was going to talk about something, but God said, no, I want you to talk about this. So I'm sure that there is someone that will listen today that will need to hear this. And I just, I pray that, you know, these words just really penetrate your heart and change your perspective. You know, I, I pray that you don't just come here just to hear me. You know, I pray that you come and listen to the message that's coming from God and just, you know, me sharing my experiences with you all, just really motivating you to draw closer to God, to, you know, equip you and let you know that you can have a relationship with him, that you can have intimacy with him. Um, so today I just want to talk about the imprisonment of secrecy. Um, this is very, you know, interesting. God said, no, I want you to talk about secrets. I want you to talk about that. So I'm just going to let him flow. I'm going to let him lead. I have some scriptures to give you all. And first I want to start by giving you the definition of a secret. A uh, secret means kept from knowledge or view, not acknowledged, working with hidden aims or methods. Um, and I wanted to first start with, you know, telling you guys that secret secrets lead you into isolation. You know, secret sin and secrecy go hand in hand. You know, when Adam and Eve sinned against God, they hid. Another word for secret is hidden or to hide. Um, I want to share my own experience with this because this is something that I struggle with a lot because I, I would say I'm a private person, but we can't let privacy and secrecy get mixed up or you know mix those mix the two because they're totally different things you know privacy you know okay you like to be discreet you like you don't like to share everything with everybody and that's fine but secrecy is is founded on darkness it's founded on sin it's not something that is pure when you are holding secrets you you're holding darkness you know you holding on to some type of sin you're, you're trying to hide something in order to deceive you're trying to hide something in order to be mischievous or in order to you know draw attention divert attention away from the whatever you're hiding and on to you know maybe you just being private but um I wanted to talk about this because I went through a season where I hid. I went through a season where everything in my life was a secret. I was hiding things from people close to me. I didn't want people to know things. I didn't want people to, you know, one, sometimes we hide because we don't want to be judged, but sometimes we hide because we don't want to be held accountable. And a lot of the times you'll find that Christians, we, we hold secrets. We hold secret sins, you know, because we don't want to be held accountable. We don't want to give that sin up. We... You know, it's one thing to hold on to that sin, but it's another thing to build a, a secret life, you know, upon build a secret life with that sin. And God doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to, you know, give those things to him. He wants you to come to him and anything that you don't bring before him, it has the potential to be kept a secret. Don't hold secrets from him. I mean, he knows anything. He knows everything anyway. So why keep? things from him you know why try to hide from him why try to hide from the people of God when you know God put people in your life to 
be your strength. God put people in your life, you know, to be that that light, you know, in the midst of a dark time, a dark season. So don't, you don't have to hide. You don't have to, you know, hide in secrecy. You don't have to live a life in secret. You know, God wants to bring purity. He wants to bring, you know, a refreshing to his people, but you must get out of hiding. You must not be in a place where you're trying to hide from him. And that's what sin does. Sin causes us to hide from God. Sometimes we hide out of embarrassment. Sometimes we hide because we're ashamed. Sometimes we hide because we feel condemned. But you don't have to hide from the one that already knows everything. He knows all things. There's no point in hiding from him. And I want to go over some scriptures with you all. Um, Numbers 32, 23 says, but if you do not do this, behold, you will have sinned against the Lord and be sure that your sins will find you out. If you think that you are getting away with anything, you are deceived. Your sins will eventually catch up with you. It may take years. It may take a decade, but eventually you will have to give an account. You will have to answer to the things that you have done. You won't get away with that. And a lot of the times when you are in sin, you think you think that you're getting away with being corrupt. You think that you're getting away with the stuff that you're doing, but that is not that's not true. Eventually you're going to have to answer to everything, answer for everything that you have done, good or bad. Um and then I have another scripture, Galatians 6 and 7. It says, if you think you can fool God, you are only fooling yourselves. You will, you will harvest what you plant. There is a spiritual law of sowing and reaping. And a lot of the times we think that just because we we going around doing this and doing that, and we think that we can treat any people any kind of way, we think that we can do whatever we want to do, and those things don't come back around. That is a lie. You will reap what you sow. That is the word. Now, if I were you, I would sow goodness. If I were you, I would sow into treating people right. If I were you, I would sow into, you know, goodness. Not sowing into destruction. Not sowing into mistreating people. Not sowing into harming people, deceiving people, lying to people. Because when you sow those things, you cannot expect to reap goodness you can't expect to you can't sow a lie and expect to reap the truth that's just that it doesn't work you can't sow deception and, and expect to reap the truth you can't sow darkness and secrecy and expect to reap purity and light that doesn't it doesn't work out like that we want to live a secret but then we want to live a secret life but then we want help out of the secret life that we're in. How can you get help out of the secret life that you're in, out of the imprisonment of secrecy when you don't even want to, you don't even want to, you don't even want to be brought into the light or brought into the truth of the secret or of the secrecy that you're living in. If you want to be free, you must be willing to accept and receive truth. That's just what it is. If you cannot accept truth, if you cannot receive truth, you do not want to be free. 
It's an oxymoron to say, I want to be free, but then you're rejecting truth. When the truth is what makes you free, the truth is what sets you free. Either you want truth and you want to be free, or you don't want truth and you don't want to be free. You want to hold on to that sin. You want to stay stuck in that secrecy. You want to stay stuck in that bondage. You want to stay stuck in that dark place. You choose. Okay. First Samuel 16 verse 7 says, but God told Samuel, looks aren't everything. Don't be impressed with his looks and stature. I've already eliminated him. God judges persons differently than humans do. Men and women look at the face. God looks into the heart. I want to talk to you guys about just, you know, sometimes looks can be deceiving. A person may look good. They may sound good. You know, the things that they offering you may seem good. But guess what? God looks into the heart. So if God is telling you no, it's a reason why he's telling you no. And maybe it's because he's looked into the heart of man. He's looked into the heart of that woman and he's seen, okay, this is that, that heart is not compatible and suitable for your heart. That heart is not compatible and suitable for where I'm taking you for the purpose and plan that I have for your life. So therefore I cannot let you be with this person. I cannot let you co-mingle with this person. I cannot let you build a friendship with this person because your hearts are, are different. And a lot of the times we try to we try to look at what we look at what it looks like. We look at what a person looks like and we be deceived and that becomes our focus. You can't look at how good a person look at how good a person looks and determine what type of character that person has. And same thing, you can't judge a person by what they have either. A person can have a career, they can have a house, they can have a car, they can have every material thing that there is to have and their their character is is sucks. I don't know about you guys, but I want to be in good company. I don't know about you guys, but I still believe that bad company corrupts good character. I still believe that. I'm not going to be around you because you look good or you have something. You can have stuff all day, but your character is what matters to me because your character matters to my God because your character is what's going to either add to my life or subtract from my life. So that's why God looks at the heart. You got to start looking at the heart as well, because that type of heart that that person have is going to determine whether they add or whether they subtract. Are they coming to add or are they coming to subtract? You coming to make my life better or you coming to make my life a living hell? You coming to build me up or you coming to tear me down with that heart that you have? What's in your heart? We got to look at the heart like God does. We got to ask God, God. Expose the heart of man to me. I don't want to just look at what it looks like on the outside. I don't want to just listen to the sweet words. But God, I want to know what this person, I want to know what's in their heart. Don't let me invest before I know what the heart is, God. Don't let me invest my time, my money, my my energy. my. You don't let me invest, God, be, until I know what the heart looks like. Luke 12, 2 says nothing is covered up 
that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known so we we always use this on other people whatever's in the dark gonna come to light we always say that to other people when we feel like they're hiding something from us or they're exposed there we want them to be exposed before us we always use this on other people but we do we use this on ourselves? whatever is in the dark it will come to light that secret thing, that secret sin, that secret relationship, that secret life, whatever you are keeping a secret before God, it will be brought out into the light. You will have to answer to it one day. So you might as well give it to him, turn it over to him now, you know, so that you can get help. No point in hiding. Don't just use this on other people. Don't use this scripture to manipulate people into telling you the truth. It's not your job anyway to expose. It's his job to expose. The light in you will do the exposing. You don't have to go and try to manipulate people with the word to try to get them to tell you the truth. No, God will show you. God, the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. That is the truth. That is, that's not just facts. That's the truth. He will lead you into all truth. He will not let you be deceived. You don't got to investigate. You don't got to go try to expose people. Let him do the exposing. People will tell on themselves. I've been in a situation. I've been in a situation. I'm not going. I don't want to put nobody on blast because I'm not about that. I've forgiven this person. Amen. It's all right. But I've been in a situation where someone did something to me. We had to go to court for it. Okay. We had to go to court for it. All right. This person tried to lie and say that they did not do it. Do you know that that person... They, 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 they lied about it, said that they did not do what they, what they did. And then when, when facts was, when the, when the truth was given, when the truth was presented to the, to, you know, those who were making the decisions, do you know that this person told on themselves? This person told on themselves. Okay. So God will make it to where you don't even got to force the truth out of nobody that they will tell on themselves. The deceiver will, will tell on themselves. The liar will, will tell on themselves. You don't got to expose a lie. God will do the exposing. He'll do the defending. You don't have to do any of that. He defended me in that situation. And that person told on themselves. And the situation worked out in my favor. Amen. Now, Romans 2.16 says on that day when according to my gospel god judges the secrets of men by christ jesus we'll all be judged by those secrets we there's nothing that you can keep from god there is nothing that he does not know already going forward proverbs 28 13 Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Amen. Okay, you hide in that sin, you holding that thing a secret, you live in that secret life. It ain't doing nothing but stopping your growth. It ain't doing nothing but making you sick, making you, you know, you're not progressing in life. You're not prospering. You just stuck. That secret, the secrecy is really a prison. It keeps you stuck there, holds you hostage there. You're not able to move forward. And it stops you from receiving the mercy, the mercy of God. Mercy that's freely available to you when you mess up so that you don't have to live a secret life. 
The enemy wants you to do that. You mess up, you be condemned, you now you in seek you you keep that whatever you did, you keep it in secrecy instead of giving it to God and receiving his mercy, receiving his grace, receiving his forgiveness, you hold yourself hostage in that prison of secrecy. And then you isolate yourself. And now you in a dark pit, you in a dark place. You're trapped inside of a prison of secrecy, of darkness. You made an agreement with darkness. You made a covenant with secrecy. You in relationship with that sin that you that you in. No, there's mercy available. There are mercies available for you when you mess up. That was a whole purpose of Jesus dying so that we can enter into a grace we, can, we have grace. We have mercy. That's available. Forgiveness is available. You don't have to continue in that sin. You don't have to keep that thing a secret from God or from people. No. And if people condemn you because you're honest about the stuff that's, that's going on with you, then something is wrong with them. People of God, we got to stop condemning people. If it, I, mean, if, I mean, if they keep doing the same things over and over and over again, who are you to judge? As long as they going to God and repenting to God, you should be there. Welcome. Okay, amen. You repenting? Okay, cool. Let's keep it pushing. Let's keep it going. Let me I love them through it. But we want to judge and condemn and, and beat the Bible over people's heads. And we not giving them no grace. We not showing mercy or grace. That is sad. How can you receive mercy and grace from God, but you won't give it to those who need it when they mess up? That's not right. That's not love. Okay. Um, and we go to Proverbs 9. Sorry, sorry. Proverbs 10, 9 says, Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who walks, he but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. We gotta walk with integrity. And one of the things that secrecy does, it it has you trapped in imprisonment of lies. You know, you start to lie. You start to, you have to lie to cover up those secret things that you're doing. So you start to tell these lies and, you know, you start to lose your integrity. When you, when you walk in the truth, when you walk in integrity, you, you walk in safety. But if you cricket, you will be found out. That one thing about hiding and, and be living in secrecy, it doesn't last long because eventually you will be found out. Eventually, whatever is in that dark place will come to light at some point. We think we get away with certain things, but we don't. If you are held in an imprisonment of secrecy, you have the opportunity to go to God and repent. God, I forgive me. Forgive me for living this secret life. Forgive me for keeping this thing from you. Forgive me for holding secrets from you, God. I want to be honest with you. I want to be open. I want to be transparent. You know anything. You know everything anyway. Don't let me take this secret sin and build a lifestyle on it because I'll never, I'll never get free like that, God. Help me to live in your truth, walk in your truth, not in secrecy, not in darkness, not in sin. Amen. Um, I just want you guys to just really 
you know, get to a place where we are honest and transparent with God, because sometimes we 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 allow the enemy to make us think that God is trying to punish us or he's mad at us. Or if we take that thing to God, you know, he won't free us. No, that's a lie. That is a lie. God is is he's ready. He's willing. Freedom is available. You don't have to live a secret life. You don't have to, you know, struggle with those secret issues, those secret sins. All you have to do is come to your father. He has grace available. He has mercy available. There's freedom available. As long as there's truth, there's freedom. As long as there's truth, there's deliverance. The truth shall set you free. There is a word that will free us for every issue, for every sin, for everything that you're struggling with. There was a word provided for you in that word, in the word of God to free you. Amen. 